You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. This is why I love the live chat because ideas like that, a Fun Employment Radio video game where you fight, you have to fight Comcast. Because Comcast, you know, where you're, you're, you have your own podcast, you fight Comcast, you fight the crazy lady upstairs. Like, that's a whole battle in its own right. You've got dumpster humpers outside. You know, there's, there's so many different things. And then the neighborhood gang, the bats, you got to battle them. <laughs> well, I think it's a, it's a, great, um, it's a great tool, in, in, in this is the woes that you go through to put on such a fine, fine show. Oh, uh, see? Like Fun Employment Radio. Um, and you could also, then you could get to the, the boss levels. Uh-huh. Or you're dealing with uh, guests, bookers, oh, you know, yeah. management for, for different guests and whatnot. And like when Norm MacDonald backed out three times? There you go. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to fight that too. That'd this is perfect. Awesome. Uh, Simon in the chat, credit to you, but I'm stealing it. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with, Sa- with not with Sarah X. Dillon. Hey now. Here with Scott Daly. <laughs> Hi everybody. The other SD. Uh, here joining us to help. The other SD, nice. <laughs> of course we do our show five days a week here on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast. All of the internets, wherever podcasts can be found and uh, Sarah is actually doing something fancy right now she called me this morning because she was out on set at Portlandia oh she uh, called you from the set yeah she was complaining about it yesterday oh I have to be there at 7 30 a.m. tomorrow oh, what, that to was be her, on set at her, Portlandia her call was at 7 her call was at <laughs> yes so she was out there and she thought maybe she would get done in time to come in here um, I guess there's she did tell me who the director is. I probably can't say because I'm sure she probably wasn't supposed to tell me, so I won't get her in <laughs> trouble. Uh, I'm kind of jealous of who the director is of this episode. That it's she's going to be on. Kind of awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But anyway, she is out there doing that, and so she'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have Titus in here. We're going to have a bunch of stuff uh, oh, happening sweet. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's all coming up tomorrow on the show. But Scott, thankfully, came in here to fill in for today. Absolutely, had the day off. Uh, got a text this morning. I was rolling out of bed. Like, oh shit, yeah, I would love to come in and hang out. I am so glad you could because Forgive. I was <clears throat> I was trying to figure it out. Uh, Sumon in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. No, although Jonathan Frakes did direct me when I was on an episode of Leverage. <laughs> so that's how fancy I am. Not only not only that, Greg, but he directed you, but I'm in the same room with you yeah. that he directed. Uh, by the way, I'm filling in the, the seat for Sarah who has a super secret director today. So. Yeah, but see that's not as cool because we can't say who it is. I'm going to I'm going to go with mine because he did he smiled and said hello to me. Number 1 smiled wow. and said hello to me. Wow, to yeah. you directly. It wasn't to me a, directly. it wasn't a dude not. I happened thing. to be in the way of where he was walking and he, well, I think he was just a nice guy so it was like, "Oh, hey, guy staring at me. Hi." Instead yeah. of get the fuck out of my way, hobbit. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. It's probably because I was staring at him the whole time like, "That's number 1." <laughs> oh my gosh, you're Will Riker. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Where's your beard, man? Yeah. That was the so that that was it. Either way, smiled and said hi. I count it. Well, there you go. Um, so that's what the qualifies. I might want to revisit what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, or, or maybe another time. Someone was suggesting a fun employment radio video game, but let's let's come back to that at another point because we need to talk about why Mr. Scott Daly has the day off today and what it was you were doing yesterday. Well, uh, yeah, no, I took the day off today because uh, our, our my very very my my Duran Duran bestie. Uh, Amanda Pants, uh, friend of the show. You listeners might know uh, Amanda from when we did our Duran Duran sessions together. Yes, the show here on the network, mm-hmm. Duran Duran sessions. Exactly. And we, I think but we're going to we have to do a special one here soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But we should explain. Let's go back all the way for anybody who doesn't know. Scott Daly loves Duran Duran. 
Love is love even a powerful enough word? You know, I yeah, I think love is a fair word. Duran Duran, I discovered when I was eleven, um, and they are a band that really kind of opened my world to music. Yeah, instead of just oh, what my parents were listening to or whatever, I kind of discovered Duran Duran on my own. So they were the first one. Like, did somebody give you a tape? Or? No, I think um, I think I heard uh, I, I want to say it was Planet Earth. Um, on I think I was up late one night watching MTV. This is when MTV first came out, um, and I think they did it late, late, late at night because it was a promotional video that they did back uh, when 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 uh, the first album came out. And uh, I remember the video; just it was all imagey and new wavy, and these guys were just singing ba ba ba, you know, just kind of doing their thing. And the the song really struck a chord with me, and so I seek them out. Uh, and that's kind of how it began for me in the sense where I kind of just like they opened the door for me. I mean, I, I listened to them all the time in high school. Yeah. I had T-shirts. I had buttons. I had shit in my locker. Um, I, that was really the f- – and in a sense, I guess for me, it was kind of my own little way of rebelling in high school. Because yeah. at that time, everyone was listening to Metallica and you know Iron Maiden and all the metal stuff. And I got a lot of shit in high school for liking Duran Duran. I was, yeah, I can I was, imagine. I was a really skinny nerd. I was tall, I was lanky, I was doofy, I was all this, and I liked Duran Duran, and, but I was always proud of it. I, I never hid it from anybody, um, and while this really certainly did not work in my favor at it by any means, I was really the only dude in high school that liked Duran Duran. Yeah. You know, all the girls loved Duran Duran, so I was like, oh, hey, so I've got that in, and I was like, oh, yeah. I got a little connection with the ladies. Absolutely. Never went anywhere, Oh, it didn't obviously. work? No, yeah. God, no. I was, <laughs> I was a skinny, lanky nerd, man. It never worked. Um, Are you hungry so, like the wolf? <laughs> and so that, I mean, and they were the first band where I would actively go to try to seek out, you know, Japanese imports. Uh, oh, wow. Um, seek out singles and just stuff, hard to find stuff and everything like that. And I built up a nice little album collection. The majority of the records I still have are for our Duran Duran from way back when. Um, and so it was, like I said, it was really kind of my first band that I found on my own. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of stuck with them throughout the years. Uh, I, the first time I saw them live was in 1987. Uh, they opened up for David Bowie at uh, PG. Well, back then it was uh, Civic Stadium. Big outdoor show with uh, the, it was the David Bowie's Glass Spider tour, um, uh, and yes, Mr. Jenky, I was the only guy with the Simon the Bomb poster in my locker. This is true. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was really uh, that was real. I think I want to say that was the first show I ever saw of any band, um, and then I just kind of started following. And believe me, through the downs after in '93, they released uh, what they call their wedding album that had "Ordinary World" that come undone. They kind of got a second resurgence mm-hmm. about ten years after Rio and all that. Uh, and then the mid to late because that's 90s. when I knew who they were because I remember "Ordinary World." Yeah, and so the mid to late '90s for them was a really really rough period. Ah, wonderful, Greg. Well done. <laughs> um, they played this last night actually. Uh, it was a really rough period for them. They were down. They originally were five members. Well, all right, here we go. There was John Taylor, Andy Taylor, Roger Taylor, Simon LeBon, and Nick Rhodes. And the three Taylors were not related. That just happened to be the way they were. Andy they were Taylor, all Taylors? They were all Taylors, yeah. Uh, unrelated Andy, Taylors. Unrelated. Yep, That's all three bizarre. It's really strange. And Roger Taylor is also the name of the queen, uh, the queen drummer. He was the, he, Roger Taylor is the drummer in Duran Duran, so they both had the same name, too, which is bizarre. Um, but anyway, so... After all their big heyday in the mid-80s, they kind of took a little break, and Simon and Nick uh, went and did this little separate band called Arcadia, which was more uh, more 
Duran Duran-ish music where John Taylor and Andy Taylor met, joined up with Tony Thompson uh, and Robert Palmer and did Power Station. Uh, it was more guitar-heavy. With know, Robert Palmer? Robert Palmer, yeah. Okay. The Some Like It Hot and um, uh, what was another Bang a Gong. They did a, oh. they cover T-Rex's Bang a Gong. Huh. Um, and then when that all kind of happened... Andy Taylor is like, you know what? I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm out. Uh, Roger Taylor kind of left the band. He's very quiet. Very, he's he really, he's a drummer, you know. And so he he didn't like all the hype. hype. And so for a while, it was just uh, John, Nick, and Simon. And Simon's the lead singer. Right? Simon's the lead singer. Nick Rhodes is the keyboard player, and uh, Roger, uh, uh, John Taylor is the bass player. See, I find this like this kind of stuff is really interesting to me because that's not a band that I've ever followed. I did, I mean, I know who Duran Duran is. Never disliked him. I just right. never really. You just never paid attention to never paid attention. I mean, yeah. yeah, I know what ordinary world is. I know. And I would imagine, I mean, like the wolf. You know, I know. And I would imagine most people your age probably don't know that, just because I mean, all you know from them is radio play, and that's I, yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. But there was a time in the in the mid '90s or mid to late '90s where it just fell apart. Uh, John left the band for a while, kind of do his own thing. Nick and Simon. Uh, there was a well, that wasn't a Duran Duranish. Period of music. No, it like really that wasn't. Probably wouldn't it work really out wasn't. Well. They tried. I mean, they, yeah. they put out some albums. They put this pop this album called Pop Trash, which was which was garbage. They put out this album called Bar, uh, let, um, Medazzle Land, which was garbage. Um, well, not garbage. There were a few couple nice old tracks on there, but as a whole, just bad news. Um, so, in two thousand and three, uh, John Taylor had come back. In two thousand three, two thousand four, they had announced that Roger Taylor is back. And Andy Taylor is back. Okay. So all five of them back. Like, holy shit. So that's is, the whole, that's amazing. the original band. The original lineup. Okay. Yeah. And they put out this album called, Ast- they put out two albums. One album called Astronaut, one album called Red Carpet Massacre, which was a horrible experiment. Uh, Timbaland was the producer on it. Justin Timberlake did a few tracks with them. Oh, and okay. They were trying to, they were trying to get with the times a little bit, uh-huh. trying to lose their old sound and kind of do their own thing. It just didn't work. What are the work. kids up to these days? Yeah, exactly. It just didn't work. Astronaut is, is a fine album. Timbaland produced? Timberland produced, uh, yeah, an album they did called Red Carpet Massacre. Huh? See, I well, and I obviously I've, I haven't heard that. But that kind of makes me think about when uh, Metallica had Rick Rubin produce that one album, which was terrible, the Saint yeah. Anger one. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, awful album. Yeah, it but, really yeah. was. It was. It would. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. Um, and then Andy Taylor left again, um, but Roger Taylor stuck around. <clears throat> it's being asked, I think, in the chat. Did you have the hair? The I did not have the hair. hair. No, okay. I didn't. I couldn't pull that off, and that's quite some hair. No, I couldn't pull that off. I tried, but it's just, it just—it was a horrible, horrible, horrible mistake. <laughs> then in 2010, um, they partnered up with Mark Ronson. Uh, Mark Ronson, oh, yeah. uh, is a is a, a hip, really hot producer right now. Uh, didn't he do Uptown he, Funk? He did Uptown with, Funk with yeah. uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Robin Thicke? Not Robin Thicke. Not no, not Al, Robin Thicke. Alan Thicke. Not oh, who was it? See, I don't know. I wanna... It's modern music today. I have no idea who these people are. Uh, but he 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 did. Uh, he produced um, Get the Lucky. Bruno the Daft, Mars. The, who you're thinking of? Thank you very yep. much. Uh, he produced the Get Lucky thing with uh, with Daft Punk. Uh, Nile Rogers also produced that. Nile Rogers of of Chic. Um, See, now you, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I don't know what Chic is. Okay. I don't know who Nile Rogers is. Uh, good times we are. Or we are family. Oh, that's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's. Oh, now that's okay. Chic. Yeah. All right. Now Rogers uh, worked with them on Notorious. Okay. The whole album Notorious. That's why Notorious has this very funky kind of, you know, uh, just, okay. just j- jive to it. Um, and so now Rogers also worked with them on their, this album that just came out a few weeks ago called Paper Gods. Okay. Um, but 
a few years ago, their their second to last album they put out was called All You Need Is Now. And Mark Ronson produced it. And Mark Ronson took the band back to where their original sound came from without reverting to, oh, we're going to do 80s album again. But they, he kind of brought that sound back out. And it was actually fantastic. I mean, it was, it was probably my favorite album they've done since Rio. Okay. It was really, really good. Um, and this new album, it took about five years to do. It's called Paper Gods. It's, it still has the four, the original band members in it still. Um, and they've got uh, uh, Nile Rogers produced a couple songs on there. Ronson produced a few songs. Um, but they, it's it, this is this album just this week broke the Billboard 200 top ten, and they haven't done that since 1993. Wow. Yeah. So it did. So because I've been seeing a bunch of the posts about. But with uh, yeah, um, what, what's her name? Monet. Uh, uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah, yeah, Janelle Monet. Yeah, she yeah. sings them on their on their uh, song "Pressure Off," uh, which is which is their single that's out right now. So I just got a whole history there in Duran Duran. Yeah, very brief. Know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, so this band has been like your favorite forever. Is there yes, any other band absolutely. ahead of it? Uh, well, I would say ahead of it, no equal. Yes, Pink Floyd. Yeah, but okay. I mean, that's I mean. Again, Duran Duran and my life begat Pink Floyd and you know right. the whole the whole thing, which is a strange transition, I know. Now, have you ever met them before? Had you Never. ever met them before? No, no, Never. no. Duran Duran is one of those bands. I've got a very small handful of, of musicians, actors, directors that I really would like to meet. Uh-huh. On the top of that list is Duran Duran. Uh, any sur- well, the two surviving members of well, three surviving members of Pink Floyd and David Lynch. I mean, it's a very small. That's it. That's you. Yeah, that's you know, it. I was thinking about that. Like, who I would want to meet in, like musician wise. There's not, there's not a ton that are alive that I want to. Meet. I mean, I wanted to. I would have loved to have met Dimebag Daryl because yeah. Pantera was huge to me when I was a kid. Peter Steele's my all time favorite. He's right. dead. Right. Uh, so they're both dead. Like I'm, I'm trying to think of anybody who is alive that uh, that it would be like a huge thing. There's certainly people I would like to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Britney Spears would be right up there, but that's for different reasons. Because <laughs> Britney Spears, you know, when I meet her, that's going to be you know the start of our romance. That's sure. how that's going to happen. And that, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, everything gonna, else is over. I'm picturing it kind of like a reverse Johnny Cash <laughs> uh, type of thing. You know, where where I mean, her obviously she's a little bit bigger than me right now, a little more a little more famous. So right. so I would be like the the other one that comes in, and then you know, then we meet backstage, and then then the romance fires. You know, she was married to a douchebag, and uh, before you know, and I. Had, well, whatever I had, uh, what, she, she female equivalent, at, and so sure. so uh, that you know, and then, then we would meet, and then it would be you know a whole romance. I, I, this is gonna happen. She would she would look into your eyes, and yeah, be it. and be, be like, oh my gosh, yes. yeah, where have you been all my life, right, Greg Nibbler? Yeah, and then that's it. So that, that's how that's you. gonna She's work. taller than you are. She's not taller than me. She's not. No, no. Britney oh. Spears is short. You've already done even better. Research. Oh, believe me, <laughs> I know, I know. She is. Uh, no, I don't think so. People are saying that she's tall. I'm gonna. Pr- I do not I think, think that think Britney we- Spears is that tall. <laughs> How dare you! I don't care, Brittany, if you're listening. Um, you Brittany's- know she is. Here's how tall. I'm gonna make sure of this right now. I think it's a good five idea. four. I am taller than her. There you taller go. than her. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I feel Oof. like accomplished something right that there. It wouldn't My matter. My dream though, is it? safe. You cannot crush it. So that's what <laughs> it's a reverse Johnny Cash situation. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear that, Greg. That's 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 fantastic news. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I would want to meet her. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, and and you know, I've, I'd always wondered. It's like you know how. I'm never going to meet them. There's no way that's possible. Mm-hmm. Well, fast forward to about a year ago, uh, my my our, our very good friend, a friend of the show, Amanda Pants. Amanda Pants um, had a birthday, and she's even a bigger Duran Duran fan than I am. 
I mean, she is yeah, freaking insane. I have joked, like, making fun of Duran Duran <laughs> online before, and I'm pretty sure if I had been near her when she saw the posts that I made, she probably would have stabbed me. Like, legitimately, I think I would have been hurt. So I, I know to tread lightly if I'm if I'm ever going to, uh, you know, poke fun at anything with that. <laughs> yeah, you'd be very, very careful. Yeah, you, you watch out. Well, the reason this is important for her birthday last year, a friend of hers made her a big plate of, of cookies. Uh, Duran Duran uh, cookies um, that, you know what, give me a sec, while, while I talk about this, I will see if I can post these up. They were sugar cookies, but they had art of Duran Duran on them for like album covers. Um, Did just, they make you just, hungry just, like just, the wolf? Ah, they made her hungry like the wolf, I guarantee you that. Um, that was and really so, bad. No, that was good. <laughs> uh, and so, she 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 loved them, and, and more a little more backstories can get a little nerdy here, I apologize, but um, she sent out, there's this woman named Caddy, uh, her, her, I can't remember her last name or whatever, but she kind of runs the Duran Duran social media side of things. They do a very good job. They've got a very strong ba- social media base, Twitter, okay. Facebook. Um, and so she also runs a thing on her, on their website called Ask Caddy. And so, uh, fans can ask questions for the band. Um, it could be anything about the type of bass player, bass bass that John Taylor plays. Technical questions about Nick's keyboard setups, or just really, and they'll just answer random. any of that stuff. And they'll answer any of it. She she will reach out to one of the band members and say, "Hey, can you answer this?" And they'll respond, and they'll answer it and everything. So she runs this whole thing. And so Amanda Pants, being being Pants, um, posted a picture of those cookies that 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 a friend had done for her, and it went crazy on Twitter. Caddy's like, "Oh my god, these are great! These are amazing!" And so what? About two months ago, when it was announced that they were going to be coming t- uh, to Washington uh, here in September. Pants said, well, you know, what's the harm in asking? So she reached out to Caddy and said, hey, if I bring up a plate of cookies, do you think maybe we can get backstage to meet to meet the band? And uh, within a couple hours, she says, yeah, we can make that happen. Whoa. And really? Just by like, asking? Okay, one. Just by asking. That's weird that they would accept it over uh, Twitter. That's that's. Oh, she, she emailed her. She, oh, yeah, she emailed it was, her. Okay. It was email. Yeah, yeah. Also, just the fact that fan food, fan food seems like something that for Duran Duran, a band of that I mean, that was one thing in radio at the at the station. You always were supposed to be leery of fan food because you didn't really uh, you know. You never were sure. You're never really sure. There's always some nut jobs out there, and they would be the ones that would you know bring in something and then uh-huh. poison everybody. Yep. So you were supposed to be really careful with that. That. So this is just a random person to them. Well, Pants had had interactions with them over uh, over um, social media in the past. Okay. And so, like I said, she is a much much more of an Uber fan than I am. Um, and she, she's, Which is hard to believe. Scott has a Duran Duran tattoo. It's true. It's I true. mean, and you've heard him talk. Now take that to another level. Yeah, yeah. And that's no, it's, it, That's exactly what that is. Um, and so Pants, so we, we got our tickets. Uh, we got 15th row. And Pants called me and says, holy shit, we might get backstage. You can't say anything, but we probably are going to get backstage. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're kidding me. <laughs> And so this whole time for the last two months, both her and I knew there was probably a pretty good chance it was going to happen, uh, but we really couldn't say anything. You know, we didn't want to, A, we didn't, like you, we don't want to jinx things. Right, yeah. So we want to make sure that, you know, everything's on the up and up. We don't want to get too excited. We don't get too disappointed if it doesn't happen. Well, and those kinds of things, they can uh, they can fall apart really easily. Yeah. Oh, there's you a know, ton oh, of things. Oh, well, the band did, didn't work out. There's a ton of things that, could, that, could, make that, that could fall apart. Uh, hang on. I'm going to... I was uh, supposed to interview Bill Gates at um, Consumer Electronics Show. Like it was, 
a big deal, like promoted, the the company I worked for got in. And so it was all supposed to happen. We're all set up, we're all ready to go. And then last minute, ah, he's decided he's just not going to do any interviews now. Oh, really? Like, God damn it. Yeah, we waited wait around for hours oh, for him. sucks. But I mean, that kind of stuff, that, that those things can change at any point. So yeah, you don't want to you don't want to get overexcited about the fact that you might be uh, here. I'll I'll get that into the live chat. Thank for you. you. Yeah, yeah, I'll start. And we'll out how to we'll do put that. a picture of this if you're listening via podcast on uh, today's episode. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll have. We'll have um, and so the show is up in Puyallup. Uh, for those who don't know, it's about an hour south of Seattle, um, southeast of Seattle actually. Um, and Puyallup. Puyallup. That's right. It was funny because the entire show, uh, Simon would say, "Hello, Washington State." He <laughs> probably had no idea where. The fuck he was because <laughs> <laughs> it was at the Washington State Fair. It was wasn't Washington it? State Fair, which I thought was a little strange. It was like, me, this is fucking Duran Duran. But the <laughs> venue there was pretty amazing. It was see, uh, yeah, I was wondering. People there. I was wondering about that because I go to the or I, well, I don't. I haven't been in years, but I used to go to the Oregon State Fair. Oh, okay, and you know, and they have the concerts there. That was where I f- saw my very first concert that my parents drugged me to. Well, drugged me. I was like eight, so I had no choice in the matter. Right. Uh, we went and saw Frankie and Annette. Hey. Frankie, uh, Frankie, what is it? Frankie Avalon, Avalon. and Annette Funicello. Yes, hey, now that, that is who been, we went and saw at that the, at the state fair. So that's how it's always been tainted for me. That, and then I've seen uh, <laughs> who else? I saw Gallagher there when I was a kid. Nice. That was uh, that was shocking though, because he was actually kind of dirty. Like some of his jokes when I was a when I was a kid. We've had him here on the show before, and oh, it's a whole different deal. But yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, he was telling like period jokes. And I was like, <laughs> I was like twelve. Like my brother was ten, and we were just used to seeing him on television, you know, smashing watermelons. Right. And then he's telling these jokes about periods, and I had, you know, an idea <laughs> of what that was. Sitting there with my parents, I'm like, uh, this is, this is awkward. This feels weird. And uh, and yeah, going to going to shows though there at at the Salem State Fair. So that's yeah. I'm, I'm curious what the Washington State Fair is. Uh, gonna... It was it was a big old state fair. I mean, it, yeah. was, it was it had everything. But the the venue for the fair was pretty awesome. It was probably ten thousand seats, and that place was packed. Yeah, they, see that's weird to it me. Was packed last night. Uh, yeah, so it was very strange they were at the, the fair, and I think they're going to do a proper tour uh, next year. Um, which is great because I want them to come to Portland, so you know we can do it right. Uh, but yeah, so um, you know, pants got the cookies made, um, and <laughs> and they let you bring those into the fair too. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was bizarre. Um, this whole thing so, seems weird. Just the the cookie thing just seems weird to me. So bizarre, Greg. I'm not gonna lie, man. It was weird. Uh, I'm still kind of reeling from it all. Um, so yeah, so we left about eleven o'clock yesterday. Got up there about one thirty or so, um, and you know, stopped at Puyallup and had 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 some food and a couple couple beers and just kind of were chilling. It's like, okay, what's the plan of attack here? What are we going to do? <laughs> uh, Pants told me that the meet and greet is going to be about seven forty five. And what time was, um, did the show start? The show started at seven thirty, uh, but Chic, uh, now Roger oh. Chic, opened up. So, okay. so, so they were there first. Uh, they played for about an hour or so. They sounded great. They were phenomenal. Um, but they said that our, our wristbands uh, to get backstage will be will call, and so we got there. It, I don't know. If you pick up things that will call occasionally. It's a little mm-hmm. nerve wracking. It's like here's my ID, and they're looking and looking. And can't yeah, is it going to be like, there? Oh, is it going to be there? Oh god, it's not there. And so it wasn't there, and she goes, oh, and, and, yeah, and she was like, well, she goes, actually, the band's, the band's stuff, and it was great, because Pants goes, yeah, they're, we're with, with Duran Duran, the band themselves, and they're, okay, we looked in their stuff, oh, that, that stuff's not here yet, it's like, okay, <laughs> not here what, yet. How, Matt, how bad were you panicking right there? Oh, we both were a little very, very nervous. <laughs> Pants was a wreck the whole way up, the whole wake up, man, she was shaking, she <laughs> really? was so nervous. 
because uh, we weren't 100% sure if this was really good. I mean, we obviously had our tickets. We are going to see the show regardless. Yeah. But we weren't sure if we would get to get backstage to see them. Um, and so there was a little me- – ah, nice job, Greg, in the chat. There they are. Those are the cookies that, that they were made for the, for the, for the band last night. Um, and so – So these are all Duran Duran themed yeah, cookies yeah. with like their, – Their new album is Paper Gods. Um, the, the images, the eye and the lips – uh, the ice cream on the album cover. These these are iconic images in the Duran Duran world. Okay, uh, that ice cream. Um, they did a cover album uh, in the '90s called "Thank You," which overall is a really good album. They they covered um, uh, "Thank You" by Led Zeppelin. They covered "Lay Lady Lay" by Dylan. Uh, "Washington Detectives" by Elvis Costello. Nine One One is a joke by Public Enemy. Oh, um, okay. Now that one I have heard. That was that's a. Awful, terrible it's mistake. Horrible. I forgot horrible. about that. But the, but this ice cream is, is is actually twofold. One, um, they they covered Lou Reed's. Uh, no, no. Oh, okay. Yes. So bad. Keelan, your head's gonna explode. I'm just warning you right now. I'm so embarrassed that you're like this. I can't even do this. Oh, God. That's so... Yeah, I can't even do that anymore. It's embarrassing how bad it is. Uh, anyway, but that ice cream, they, they released... They did a cover of Lou Reed's Perfect Day. Um, and they released that as a single, and that ice cream was was a, was an image on the single for for Perfect Day. But in Rio, wow, these cookies go deep. Like that's they a, do, yeah, no. But okay. in Re, but in Rio, they there's a line called Cherry Ice Cream Smile, and so so that's that's the I'm assuming Cherry Ice Cream is the smile thing. Um, Good Lord. The, the eye there is the is the Nagel painting of the Rio cover. Um, that, you know, so so the so the uh, my T-shirt actually has all kinds of different different images um, from the I know you can't see my T-shirt but it's 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 pretty much the cover of Paper Gods and kind of how it all looks. Okay. Um, and so these cookies were made specifically for for the show. Um, and so we were, and so about four o'clock, there so you was have this box of cookies and you're, and you're still waiting. You're in the fair. We're in the fair area. We left the cookies in the car. Uh, I brought it. I brought a, a, a rare 1984, uh, Japanese import, uh, <laughs> album that I had a little EP that I had called tiger tiger. It's like, well, if we get backstage, I'm bringing this. Cause I've had this since I was 16. I'm going to take it with yeah. me. But we left the cookies and the album in the car. Uh, cause we would carry around with us all day. Uh, and so about four o'clock, there was this little, Somebody had created a uh, Duran Duran at the Washington State Fair Facebook page. Uh, it's like, hey, we're gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was this little group saying, hey, let's all meet at this little uh, beer garden near the near the venue at four o'clock. That's probably thirty or forty of us. We all got together and didn't know each other, but you know, we started. We all had a common theme, love, and it was Duran Duran. Um, and uh, I can only imagine what the, a group of Duran Duran fans all say. <laughs> they, they were all in their mid forties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we all talk about our favorite albums oh my god <laughs> i mean it's fantastic that's it was great. great it was everybody's great. got their thing and that's why I was, it's i think it's great it's still absolutely. funny it was though. it was i'm just in my mind i think oh my god this is just so funny <laughs> what was your favorite album? will uh-huh. i brought my japanese import from- <laughs> <laughs> and so about so so the the people at the will call said come back about 4 35 o'clock and we'll see if the tickets are still here uh and so about five pants went over to the will call office and sure enough 
we had little blue wristbands that Duran Duran on them, and everyone around the table were like, "Holy shit, you guys get to do this!" Yeah. So there's a little note that said, "You know, meet, meet at the meet at the gate at 7:30. Uh, we'll usher you guys in and kind of do all this." And so uh, about seven o'clock, I ran into the car and I grabbed the cookies. Pants brought this plate. Uh, to, to organize them and everything, and I how I, nervous I were you right then? I was I was really nervous because yeah. I, I I had no again I had no idea if this is actually really really going to happen. Yeah, and apparently the president of China was in Seattle yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he and was. completely shut down the freeways. Oh, that's right. I saw some people complaining about that. Yeah, and so Duran Duran, I think they were flying out from L.A. because they were doing the Ellen DeGeneres show earlier that day, uh-huh. and so they 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 flew from L.A. to Seattle, and then they had to get from SeaTac to to Puyallup. But it was shut. <laughs> but the whole thing was shut down, and so when we got there, there was pro- there wasn't many people going backstage. There was Pants and I, uh, this guy named Andy, who uh, is the world's largest Duran Duran arch- archivist. He's got Wait, what does that even mean? He 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 basically has his, his collection. He's got posters from shows, uh promo stuff. I mean, he had a little display set up actually in the fairgrounds. And he he actually has this book called The Music Between Us, which is a line from um a song they of uh, one of their songs called The Music Between Us. Um and it's a hardcover book of just it's all collector stuff, all paraphernalia, all this stuff and actually just like pictures of the stuff he owns? Yeah, yeah. It's a really beautiful book. And Nick Rhodes actually wrote the foreword to the book. See, that's the guy I would worry about if I were Duran Duran. That's the guy that would want the ultimate collection. And he has of, the ultimate collection. <laughs> yeah, I'm well no he's got He's, he had a small stuff a skin display suit's there. Going to be his ultimate collection. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's probably true. <laughs> so so he was there. He had a he had one of the copies of his book. I mean, they were really nice coffee table hardbound books. I mean, it was incredible. And so he had one for each of the band. So it was him, myself, pants, the lady he was with, and maybe five other people that were going to go backstage. And so one of the people came out and said, uh, obviously with the band, um, she saw the cookie. She goes, "Oh, you guys are the cookie people. We want you to see them last." Like, what? Okay. So wow. they knew that we were going to be there with cookies. All right. So we're so so then when they come out and say, actually, they got delayed in traffic, uh, it's probably closer to 8.15 or so. They were going to go on stage at 9. So it was going to be a really, 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 really short time. They were like, whatever. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, just tell us where to go in. We'll go in. Uh, and then they kind of brought us back in the stage area. And we're standing. It's... it's um, the, the stage was set up and then uh, stage left... Um, there was this big tent, and that's kind of where everything was. So as people were coming in to to, to the venue, they saw us all standing right there waiting. Um, and so people were coming and going this whole time. Uh, and then they ushered us backstage and shaking like a leaf. I still can't believe this is happening. Um, and so you know, there's couple these couple of photographers, um, you know, with uh, professional photographers that were there, and they all handed out these little, these little business cards and said, "Hey, you know, we're going to take your photos. They'll be available online at this website later on today, whatever." Uh, and so we're sitting there with the cookies. I've got my album. I forgot a Sharpie, which really annoyed me, but this guy, Andy, luckily had one, so he let me borrow a Sharpie. Um, and we're sitting there kind of waiting, not know, really not knowing what's happening, and this guy walks by, and he looks down and goes, ooh, cookies. And he's like, yeah, and looked up, and it's fucking John Taylor. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> they're fucking right there. What did you say? Uh, like, like, that moment, this is the guy yeah. in this band yeah. that's shaped your life. Yeah. 
you know, introduce you to music. Greg, I, I don't know. I and honestly, there he is standing there. He right was standing right you, there. And well, looking well, at the cookies that he, you brought. He walked by, looked at the cookies, and then they went up to their little area where the, the photo ops for the fans and stuff. So he didn't really get a chance to say anything at that point. And so everyone else kind of did their thing. Uh, they they waved us to come up, and Pants had the hook cookies. I had my album on. Like <laughs> they're standing. I mean, for a second there, they're standing as far as you are from me. And I was just like, "This is so fucking surreal." It wasn't all four of them. It was it was Simon, it was John, and it was uh, Roger Taylor. Nick Ra- apparently they probably trade off. You know, right? Yeah, who, who goes to do that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and uh, and then I just then they walk up and. John Taylor just has these cookies in his hands, and he is just like, "Wow, these are amazing." <laughs> uh, Simon Simon LeBond grabbed a couple. Uh, if can you are how do you put pictures in the in the chat? Uh, I have to if it's from fa- Facebook keeps it from being oh okay embedded okay uh, go to go to Amanda's go to Pants's uh, Facebook page. I will find this and I'll put this too okay. on this episode. Perfect for the picture of the group of you. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's awesome. All right, uh, and there's also a picture where, where Simon took two of the cookies and kind of put them on his nipples, like, "Ooh, look, okay, I got cookies, cookies." <laughs> uh, I think he was a little drunk. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but they were also roadware too. I mean, they've been sitting in, tr- in that fucking Seattle traffic, flying up for, from LA. Before. Yeah, exactly. So they were probably pretty damn exhausted. Simon Lebon took the cookies that you brought and made them into nipples. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Let's see here. Yeah, um, no, it was it was amazing, and, and then and then he actually actually broke one of the cookies. And he felt really bad about it, and uh, anyway, so so it, I, I'm sitting there watching them go crazy over these cookies, which was pretty awesome. Um, I have my album in my hand, and uh, I asked now Simon, were you able to say anything to them at that point? Were you able to yeah, talk? Yeah, a little bit. I said, "Hey guys, nice meeting you. Thank you." I I wanted to say. Just what I said earlier, you guys are the reason I love music, uh-huh. but I probably sound like a fucking uh, idiot. Uh, hi, uh, uh, yeah, cookies yeah, exactly. for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I uh, and then it was it was just nuts, and then I had my album, and I have a sharpie, and I was like, Simon, you know, can you sign this? And he goes, Actually, we're not autographing. We've got to we've got to go back. We got to get on stage. Like, okay, I completely understand. Thank you for letting us do this. This is awesome. Uh, and then, like a minute later, he came back. He goes, "All right, give me your, give me your sharpie." I'm like, "Okay." Uh, so he changed his mind. And so came he changed back. his mind, and as soon as he did that, both Roger and John came over and autographed it as well. Um, and and Simon asked me, he goes, "You know, what's your name?" I said, "Oh, my name's Scott." Um, and he goes, "You know, Mr. Scott Whoosh and Simon Lebon and and I was like, "This is fucking amazing." Uh, and yeah, you posted that picture in the chat. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the hell's going on with John Taylor's pants. There, this might be his traveling clothes. Yeah, I did um, notice he's got a uh, very large <laughs> pink pants on. Yeah, well, you know who his wife is? Hmm. She's the founder of Juicy Couture. What really? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but uh, and, and so and so, so they all signed it. Roger Taylor, the guy with his arms folded on the on the on the right there, he's the drummer. Uh, he really could give a shit. Really, I mean, <laughs> the pictures of us. I mean, Simon and John are going to the same. with cookies. He's just kind of standing there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was, and they, so they, so they signed my album, um, which was great. Uh, and you know, and and so while while Pants was talking to them a little more about the cookies, I think it was their road manager, tour manager, came up to me and he says, "These are great, man." I said, "Well, thank you." I said, "It's all, it's all my friend. I'm just here along for the ride." Uh, he goes, "When did you, uh, when did you guys, uh, where'd you guys come up from?" I said, "We, we came from Portland." And he said, myself and this band, we love Portland. We love it. 
And I really? Said, I said, well, next year, come to Portland, please. He goes, we're really going to try. I'm like, yes. Awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if they come to Portland, clearly it's my doing. That's, right? It's all I you. Mean, yeah. I, they said they would because I asked them to. Um, the whole thing, Greg, probably lasted maybe seven or eight minutes. I yeah. mean, it was really, really fast. But it was just so freaking surreal that I'm just sitting here. I mean, the look on my face there, I'm like, I I'm, yeah. I'm shocked. I don't know what the hell is going on here. See, and I just I think that's awesome. You know that there's some there's a group out there that this that's so important and that you got to experience this. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was it was it was crazy. I mean, I really I really don't know how to put it. Um and the circumstances from which we met them. I mean, one thing if we saw them sitting in a bar or in a restaurant or out in public is like, "Oh, we should this Duran Duran." Right. You know, but to actually get a photo with them and to actually talk with them for a very brief time. Um, you know, for Simon to autograph my rec- my record, personalize it. I mean, that was just... Yeah. That just, I mean, I, I've had that record since I was 16 years old. You know? And there it was. And, and then and it's like, right I was, I was going through my vinyl yesterday before I left. Like, what do I bring? It's like, I got to bring this one. Um, and it was just... It was it was pretty fucking amazing. I'm not going to lie. It was, it, was, it, was, it was very surreal. We went out... Um, uh, all right, Keelan. Nice. Um, we we went out to the uh, you know to the venue for the show. Uh, yeah, there's there he is. There's Simon with his nipple cookies. And this is in the live chat, <laughs> funemploymentradio.com/slash/live. Yes. If you're a live listener, I'll put it up on this uh, podcast episode too yeah. on the poster on our website, so you can see it. Uh, and apparently, Simon felt really bad that he broke the cookie uh, and gave Amanda Pants a big hug. Um, <laughs> and apparently, he grabbed her ass, so she was pretty ecstatic. Really? About that. She's like, "Oh my god!" He got... She was in tears, Greg. I'm telling you, she was in tears. <laughs> oh, as we were being. Ushered out when it was. He all grabbed done. her ass. Yeah, it's be nice to be Duran Duran, yeah, just like fucking Simon yeah, Lamont. Yeah. I, I would imagine anybody would be all right with that. Uh, <laughs> no care. I did not tear up a little bit. I was too. I, I honestly didn't know how to feel. I mean, I was literally just like, "This is amazing. this is happening right this now. Is really, really happening." Uh, so I can't thank thank Amanda Pants enough for allowing me to tag along. Um, on this on this journey with this, but uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was it was amazing. And then we, as we were ushering out, she kind of buckled, fell on the floor, and was so happy. It's like, pants, come on, we got, we're, <laughs> oh we're no, oh, oh, she was in, she was she was it was tears of joy, but literally tears. Wow, yeah, and uh, she had a she had this book. Uh, Neil Gaiman uh, years ago wrote this back in the 80s wrote this book about Duran Duran um, and she had this book and uh, she brought it and uh, she got Roger to sign it and John signed it but John says hey Amanda I love your cookies and wow. she was like that was like John loves my cookies <laughs> <laughs> well that's so, awesome yeah man it was it was it was it was pretty good it was it was uh, it, it, I'm just I'm reeling I, it was the, the best seven or eight minutes of my life <laughs> um, you know, well, that may not my life, but it, it's up there. It's up there. I mean, I just, I literally, I wasn't, I didn't know how to react. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. I'm sure I sound like a bubbling idiot. Uh, you know, I was trying to engage in the conversation. They were just kind of going through and doing their thing. And it's like, wow. Uh, you know, the 20 minutes later, we're in the audience and they come on stage and kill it for almost two hours, you know? Um, and that was probably the best. I've seen them live eight or nine times. Um, and, they, I think the performance and the way they sounded last night was the best I've ever seen. Yeah, best I've ever heard. They were great. Wow, they were, they were on point. Mainly because I, I think a big part of that is because is the success of this audio of this uh, of this album. 
Well, and clearly the cookies. And the cookies. Yes, the, obviously... the cookies did fuel them yes. and put on the best show. And uh, I kind of have expected them to say thank you to Amanda for the cookies. <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we, we, we left. We drove home last night. Got home about a little after 2. Um, and the drive home is like, it was like the fastest drive home ever. It, yeah. just, it just felt good. We were just beaming. Um, and it was, uh, you know, meeting somebody who has such an important part of your life, uh, even briefly, mm-hmm. was just just incredible. Well, and it's just really nice, too, that they were willing to do it. Then also, because some of the, sometimes when you meet somebody that you're excited to meet, and then it can just be... It turns out, oh well, that person's a prick, like, or, <laughs> exactly. You know, or they're they're a jerk, or or they're just not friendly at all, or they just don't care. That's cool that they actually did take the time to meet with you. Yeah, all based off of an email about cookies. Yeah, yeah, and and, and uh, it's, it's awesome. funny because uh, Pants has met them a few times. Uh, yeah, in, I've seen in, her in pictures her before. Yeah, yeah. and uh, every time she's talked or, or, or had an interaction with John Taylor, he's kind of a kind of a grump this oh, okay. has no interest in it but he was the most engaging he i mean seriously man when he walked in and zoned in those cookies he <laughs> was loving it. he's probably eating them all at this point <laughs> now now you know how to get to him next time it's cookies, cookies. it's all about Food. the cookies <laughs> yeah no it was it was pretty good uh kenda in the chat no i did not get a chance to show my tattoo i completely forgot i even had a duran duran tattoo at that oh point. man but i'm sure they've seen a million duran duran tattoos yeah so that's true that they wasn't probably uh, have. at the top of my top of my list um <laughs> but uh but yeah man it was it was it was great and and um, it's, I'm going to probably get that record framed. Yes, as you should. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's, it will never uh, sit, it will never see my uh, a record t- uh, needle again. Uh, it's going to be framed to put up on the wall. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just just an opportunity to do that. Um, and they sounded great. Um, their new album is really, really good. There is one song on that album that's atrocious. It's called okay. Danceophobia. Okay. I was going to say, is it a remake of... Uh predator or something or <laughs> no it's called danceophobia and it's the song with Lindsay lohan on it and it is awful okay awful Lindsay awful, lohan's awful. on it yes she does a spoken word thing the song is oh, you're afraid to dance so it's dance offense danceophobia um and uh her she's a spoken word where she's a doctor and she's prescribing music and dance it's like oh god what? this is horrible what Simon is the name of this song called danceophobia danceophobia yeah all right it's just I think about probably halfway through the song is her is her part. Okay, after this episode, live listeners, I'm going to play it. <laughs> don't do that. No, 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 no. You want to keep subscribers, Greg. You don't want them to, to bail on you. Uh, it was fun. So, Greg, I, I really appreciate. I mean, this is this whole show is me. So I really appreciate. The no, I just the I wanted to hear it, and I'm yeah. like, well, what better way to do this than let's just record it and make it the show because yeah, I want to hear all about it anyway. Absolutely. That is that is awesome, Scott, and congratulations. Thank Seriously, you. Seriously, that you. is really really cool. No, it was it was pretty exciting. I made some, made some new Durani friends, um, and just just had a blast. Just right on. Blast. Yeah. And of note, Scott did not cry. I did not cry. This is true. This yep. is true. I, he's I, a man. I am a man. Uh, I was not pan. Pan's probably lost it three or four times. Oh man. But the best. Okay. The, the best part, though, <laughs> is coming out of the backstage area with my signed t- uh, record. Um, and everybody, where'd you get that? Oh, my God. You, did, did, did they just sign that for you? Like, yeah. All these women. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, look at my pictures, ladies. <laughs> it was great. And, and, and even after the show was over, these uh, two women, probably in their mid-30s, uh, obviously twins, fairly attractive, um, Said, oh, we saw you come out of there. Can we can we see? I was like, yeah, absolutely. And and I, they said, oh, how did this happen? And we told the whole story with the cookies. And my and pants was coming around the corner, and I was my friend pants, and she you know talked about it a little bit. Um, and uh, 
as when they left, she goes, I love making hot girls jealous. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know. They talked to me, too. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was fun all the way around. Wow. That is awesome. <laughs> Real uh, who knew that? Yeah, having just having items from the band would get you groupies. Uh, yeah, know. exactly. That was, right. that was pretty cool. That was pretty changes cool. my outlook on things. See, there you go. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are fantastic. We appreciate it a lot. And, uh, of course, if you're going to do any uh, online shopping, if you're going to be buying some Duran Duran memorabilia of your own and going to Amazon. Hey, Paper Gods, out now. Good stuff. Just go to funemploymentradio.com first. That's all you got to do. Go there first, then then click away. Buy all the Duran Duran things you want. There you go. Because I, I know you want them all. Yep. So do that. Um, Sarah, we'll be back tomorrow, presumably. Uh, we'll have an earlier start tomorrow. We'll probably do the regular show around the same time, but uh, Christopher Titus is coming back in again. Oh, sweet. Yeah, Titus is awesome. We love him. We've had him in a couple of times, and he's going to be here tomorrow on the show around 9, 9.30 a.m. It just kind of depends. Uh, but we will go live with that, and then we'll have the podcast up later on after that. But All right, thank you so much, everybody. You guys are fantastic. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate everyone. Thank you all. 